<laughs> I just got to get that clap in there. All right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Whiskey Babble. Um, tonight's fine whiskey is a wild turkey rare breed barrel proof Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Um, this stuff is really good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know how much it is. What is it? It's like 40 bucks a bottle or whatever. It's like 45 to 50 bucks, I think. But it's good. It's worth it. We did it a while back on the show. We decided to, to bring it back in. Uh, sponsors. We have um, Audible. So if you guys go to audibletrial.com slash whiskeybabble and uh, you can subscribe there. They give you a month free access to over 180,000 books. Yeah, 180,000. And oh my gosh, Matt, 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 we have a guest coming in, right? Oh, no. uh, Matt, Matt, we have, uh, 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 are you guys talking about audible trial? And Jason Statham's in the room, guys. Jason Statham is here right now in not, our studios. Yeah, not uh, again. Showing up uninvited. I, uh, I actually listen to uh, my audible trial book all the time. It's pretty good. Uh, you know, it, uh, I listen to Gone with the Wind. I don't even know if that's actually a book or not, but uh, I, I do that. And then I also like To Kill a Mockingbird. Anybody hear the new update on Harper Lee? Did you guys hear about that? No. I guess what they did was they released one of her books 80 years or something shit like that after she died. It's like some Tupac shit. Right yeah. There. And it's like a complete remake to uh, to Kill a Mockingjay, where Atticus is actually To Kill a Mockingjay, <laughs> <laughs> To Kill a Mockingbird, where oh wait, wait, no, Jason State, wait, I don't, I messed up my voices. Where Shut up. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> where uh, aggressive. So, so, anyways, um, I peaked the levels there. I heard it in my. You suck, yeah, jackass. Yep, we've got a. Uh, we have sound effects. We have sound effects now. <laughs> so no, it, it takes place like it was like fifty years after Harper Lee wrote the original book, and it's um, it's called. What the Watchtower, something like that, and basically, um, it's the prequel to To Kill a Mockingbird, and it was like really weird. There's a whole bunch of stuff that wasn't supposed to be released, and it was released so that like the family can get grab money, and it's not even a real book that she wrote. And what she didn't even write it. That's what they're saying. And then like mm. like I said, she's also a racist. It makes Atticus a racist. Like, mm. yeah. So Audible Trial. Why do I keep peeking them? I'm hearing you shouting. I hear myself keep peeking the. Oh, turn your headphones down a little bit. Oh, is that what it is? I'm not peeking the levels. It's actually just my headphones. I don't think you might be peeking. You're not peeking in my. You're not peeking in my headphones. So okay, then it's just my headphones, I guess. Also, our sponsors, Mamooch Jujitsu, spelled. Ross alarm spelled M A M U T E. BJJ.com, pronounced Mamooch in its native Portuguese. Um, yeah, you guys go there, mention Whiskey Babble, you'll get a week free of uh, jiu-jitsu to try it out, um, figure it out. You guys, uh, there's a purple belt in the room now. I'm not saying anything, mm. but uh, yeah, so if you guys Congratulations come, to me. Yeah, right? He's right. He's sitting right over here. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so you guys come in, check it out. If you like it, you know, obviously you sign up, but uh, you get a week free. Most places only offer a day to try it out, and it's either that or pound sand, but we'll give you a week to check it out. Anyways, uh, let's get this podcast rolling. Whiskey Babble. Whiskey babble. 
All right, so tonight's guest is uh, Brendan. How's it going, buddy? It's going well. I had a weird week. Let me hear it. Uh, crashed my car. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, Big gulps, huh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> see you later. Uh, yeah. Starting the week off strong. That was pretty awesome. I had a broadcast I was doing on Saturday. And actually before that, a guy like cut me off and I honked at him. And he followed me. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. He followed me all the way into like my school parking lot where I was going to pick the equipment up because I honked at him. Super aggressive. Wow. And I've never had that happen before. So I was just like, all right, well, I got to get out of the car. I got to go get my shit. To prove I'm a man. Yeah. Right. But I like unfold. I'm like six four and i like unfold out of my little like car <laughs> and the guy's eyes just kind of get like oh my god he's like yeah. that guy's way too yeah. big well you know funny oh go ahead i was just super calm and i just like walked up and kind of like leaned on his windowsill and i was like what can i do for you man <laughs> and he was screaming at me like so with such force that spit was like flying towards nice. me oh damn yeah nice. and that was before the car accident and in the car accident, I was on my way back. And uh, that was a totally erroneous story, but I was on my way back. Home. Erroneous. Erroneous <laughs> on all accounts. <laughs> nice. Um, but for some reason, my like brake lights were on my analog brake and my emergency parking brake light. So I was looking down like, oh, is there is. a switch for that? I don't know. And I looked up and didn't obviously ap apply the proper pressure to the brakes in enough time and just <laughs> like beat the shit out of my car. But the other car was fine. I got called today saying that the lady has an injury. So of course you did. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We talked, we talked about it. We talked about that frivolous lawsuits on one of the podcasts a few weeks back and how it's just becoming yeah. like, it's like an epidemic, man. It's getting ridiculous, dude. <laughs> frivolous lawsuits. And that's that was going to be under what pisses me off. But um, I want to start a segment where we do like, I want like a loud echo in the back, like kind of like a game show. And I oh, want okay, it to be yeah. like, what, what pisses, pisses Jake, Jake off. <laughs> and then you I can talk it. about what pisses me off. So this week in what pisses Jake off, um, I only have one thing this week. And um, I don't know, because I know that you're starting a deal where you're going to go around and interview homeless people, correct? Okay. Something like that, yeah. So don't take offense to what I'm about to say. No, it's cool. We'll, we'll talk about your... We'll, <laughs> I can't wait to hear it We'll now. talk about your deal later. <laughs> but what really pisses me off is entitled homeless people. I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, what really pisses me off is entitled homeless people. And what I mean by that is... Entitled homeless people. Yeah, now let me, let me lay it out for you. When I'm driving down the street and uh -huh. there's no crosswalk or anything and they start crossing and then they, they, they make you stop and then they walk as slow as possible and kind of look at you <laughs> like, fuck you. <laughs> like, you're not going to keep driving because if you hit me, it's blah, blah, blah. And they just kind of, you know, it just pisses me off. Just having a car and shit. Like look at you, you <laughs> asshole. I know, but like... <laughs> Uh, it's getting a little out of hand. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but do you get what I'm saying? You know those people, no, though, yeah. right? Oh, yeah, they, and, they, and they look at you, too, and they know what they're doing, yeah. and they look at you like, like fuck you, like, do something up? about it, bitch. Like, and I'm up? like, well, I can't, because I actually have something to lose. And, <laughs> and you, know, you have everything to gain. Yeah, yeah. and you have everything yeah. to gain, because you're homeless. And, um, yeah, that's just that. I understand those people are, you know, right on. in a plight. There have been... I've never seen more entitled homeless people than in Boulder, Colorado. <laughs> oh, I buy it, dude. Oh, man. Or San Francisco. I could see it in yeah. San Francisco too. I lived there for two years and they were asking me for money and I'm pretty sure they were making more money than I was Dude, making doing they, that. They make 
um, like three or four hundred dollars an hour yeah. tax free. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Tax free. Some dude asked me for change while he was plugging a laptop into oh, like yeah, a course. public uh, of like course, of outlet, course. and I was just like, "You need to fuck right off." Well, dude, <laughs> true story. My mom. Uh, if anybody's met my mom, she handles her business. And the last time she ever gave somebody money, she gave a homeless lady money. She asked for, you know, you got any spare change? So my mom gave her, I think, like two or three bucks or whatever. Can you break a 20? <laughs> and yeah. And so, no, so gave her like two or three bucks and the lady goes, oh, thanks. Like kind of like half-heartedly thanks. And then turns around and puts her iPhone to her ear. No. And my mom goes, um, can I have that money back? My mom right. like made a big scene oh, about it. God. Like trying to get her money back. Like Dude, when, when I was in high school, I worked at a, I don't know, I may have told this story before. But no, let's hear it. Uh, I worked at a grocery store and um, there was a homeless lady that lived in like the little cart area out in front of the store. Okay. And so finally the management was just sick of her shit and called the cops and had her arrested for trespassing. So a representative from the store had to be out there because it's private property with the cops while they're, you know, going through all her stuff and questioning her. So I'm standing out there. That's illegal by the way. And whatever. So they're going through her things to like inventory it for like evidence or whatever and they're pulling out like fists of cash <laughs> oh yeah and they counted it and it was like 1800 bucks well dude okay so and i'm like what? that makes me so angry what? So, i don't know i don't like, know you could totally get a hotel room oh yeah for like a few weeks i don't know if you listen to the rogan the rogan podcast with michael wood did you listen to that one? Uh, maybe. Do you know who Michael Wood is? Do no. you even know who Joe Rogan is? Yeah, I've seen him at the improv a couple times. Oh, there you go. My man. Um, so he did a podcast with Michael Wood, and Michael Wood was the cop. It, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. To anybody, that that's, to anybody that's listening to that this podcast, if you listen to any other podcast in your life, go listen to Joe Rogan with Michael Wood. So anyways, this dude, retired military, became a, a cop uh, for Baltimore, which mm -hmm. is like insane. Yeah. And, that's a place. Yeah, Baltimore. Yeah, it was Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. And um and he became a sergeant and like whatever. What ended his career was kind of stupid, but he was moving a desk in his office with another officer and like he tore his shoulder. Oh no. And they they blew him off. So he wasn't pissed about getting fired, but he was like thinking about um just life in general and and he realized like dude, like we're doing a lot of illegal shit. Like as a police as, as the cops yeah. like in general. So he started tweeting out all the stuff that like he saw and had, Damn. And, and, and at no point, <laughs> but here's, yeah. well, here's what's cool that's, about it too is like the realness and no point did he ever deny like being a part of it. He was like, no, really? I did it. Yeah, I did it. I did it. Yeah. And this is shows you like the, the epidemic Dude, crazy, but basically, so he was talking about it and he taught me a few things that I didn't know. Like one of the things was like that it's illegal for a cop to, if they pull you over to reach into your pockets. Yeah. Oh yeah. I never knew that. Oh yeah. You, you cite Terry law <laughs> and they, they have to have a warrant to go into your pocket. They can yeah. just patch you down. Yeah. They can't even if they reach in there, even if they well, feel a gun, that's what he was talking about, dude. He was no, even, there's a, there's a certain loophole where they are allowed to. <clears throat> and he was talking about that. Like, man, there's it, a lot if of, it's loopholes. very, very obvious that it's a gun. He's allowed to reach in and get it, like that kind of thing. But if I was a cop, I'd be scared shitless if somebody goes, um, Terry Law, you can only pat me down. I'd be like, oh, yeah. oh this person knows his shit. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not some... So speaking of that, oh my God, did I... I didn't send it to you today. I, I saw somebody posted this video online. That dude getting blasted outside of the restaurant? No. Mike and I were talking about that. It's this chick, and what does she say? She's an Article 4... Uh, article... 
Shit, I'm gonna have to look it up. Keep talking. I'll well, look just it up. okay. Well, there was that video going around of the dude in Texas. Did you see that one? I don't think I did. That got super drunk in a bar, and he, the cops were escorting him out. Like being completely cool with him. They're like, yeah. come on, man. Like you're way too drunk. You know, just, just head out. They yeah. weren't going to arrest him or anything. And as soon as he gets out, it, you know, Texas is an open carry state. Right. He, he gets out. He, bless him. he gets like, I know, right. He gets like five steps ahead of the cops and reaches for his gun and they blow him away. That's a really dumb thing to do yeah. in front of some cops. <laughs> wow. Like I, uh, I, I strongly agree with that. Yeah. But you wanted to talk about that attaching the drone attaching the oh, fucking yeah. Glock okay. 17 to a drone so, did you, see, did you that? see that video i've seen videos like that okay so yeah. this kid a couple weeks ago um posted a video on youtube and he modified his drone to include a glock 17 and what did you see my 3d printer over there by the way oh man that's rad i'm the, obsessed with 3d printing the future is now yeah bro. oh my god that's what like with the extruder heads and everything yeah well we did we did um I'm gonna let you finish, man. I'm gonna let you finish. Thanks, Kanye. But we did a. Where's the stand for? Oh, look. We needed. We we're gonna periscope this episode, so oh, I needed. Man. So I needed an iPhone six stand so That's we could periscope sick. it. <laughs> but yeah, I had 3D print. How long did that take? To build. To print that. Oh, uh, that one took like three or four hours. What brand is that? That's Printerbot. Okay. They they do like beginner. I, I bought it as a kit. There's like a Makerbot and stuff. Makerbot's too. way too much money, dude. Yeah. Makerbot's really expensive. Yeah. Way too much money. No, that's a Printerbot. I paid like two ninety nine for it, and it took me. Um, I worked on it like an hour a night, and it took me like two weeks to get it fully assembled and that's everything. That's cool. And then like anything that you and see that's is, with like zero knowledge. Zero. I didn't know shit about it. No. So I have a crazy awesome business idea concerning those that we should talk about later. I'm down. Let's yeah. do it. Right on, Mac can help. Yeah. Mine, and look at mine. Mine runs off of a Raspberry Pi, also. Oh, nice. So it's like, yeah, <laughs> mine's all set up, oh, dude. Man. I'm dialed in. I'm about that. That's cool. <laughs> so it, talking about drones because you can like make drones with them. Basically, yeah, you just buy like an Arduino and program right. it, and you can print the the blades and everything with it. It's yep. insane. Where there's the dudes that were printing guns. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, I I had a 3D printed lower at one point. No, you didn't what no you didn't uh, well i don't i don't even know what you're talking about yeah i didn't have it i saw it i saw one of those ones. yeah <laughs> <laughs> you had it in your hand like at Wait, some it's, point. Not, it's not yeah, legal to right. own one right it's not it's not illegal to own one yeah maybe well that's the, that's the, that video print the legend did i t i told you watch print the legend right do you have netflix yeah watch print the legend it's a story of well it starts off as a story about the guys that started MakerBot. okay and how it was really like an apple type of deal where don't worry i haven't forgotten that we're talking about drones no i know this is just a little <laughs> tangent um so it's like the guy the guys that started MakerBot are basically like the guys that started apple and um did you just do that now? I guess so. New, brand new crack in my phone. That's awesome. His Sweet. entire screen is cracked now. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was a hair. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> Did he apply pressure and spread? Yeah. Shit. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I'm looking something up to add to this conversation. Oh, so yeah. So printer bot, um, maker Those bot. Those are pretty easy to uh, replace, by the way. Yeah. The screens? On the fives, yeah. Uh -oh. I did mine. Oh, well, there you go. I dropped mine in a toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened. I mean, well, somebody dropped my phone in the toilet. It's, oh, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're texting me from your wife's phone because you didn't have your... So anyways, so print the legend. Um, MakerBot, they, they had started with three owners. 
one guy wanted it to be completely open source and one and the other two guys wanted to run it as like a business and actually like you know turn massive profits right. so who do you think got booted out <clears throat> the open, open source, source. Guy. exactly yeah and um so they created this basically it was like makerbot had like a monopoly on the market until these uh -huh. other companies started coming up and going like wait a minute why would i pay three grand for something that i could build for thirty dollars worth of parts yeah and whatever so that's where printerbot came along yeah what's the other um super open source one there's a few rep rap rep rap and there's there's one other one that i'm thinking that's just of. for like pl like uh plans that you can for stuff you can print right what the open source sites you're talking about well it's it's the knowledge period like you no, can, like okay. just like the like the, like just the plans to build. yeah, yeah like, right, like, right, like, okay, like, okay. like okay like you invent something really cool yeah and, and you're the only person that ever invented it you put it out there online for on everybody blast. to have with and it's you know that and that's where it should be i understand there's profit to be made i get that i'm a like i like business but there's also i mean if you've got something really cool <laughs> you know yeah. like yeah yeah well rep wrap is cool because a rep wrap is rep wrap's just the board right the brain for the printer mm -hmm. mine has mine has a, a printer bob brain but the rep wrap brains are completely open source brains so they can run like any software you want to put on it oh nice and okay. so those are the printers that you actually build up from scratch and like they're pretty insane some of the rep wrap like you look at some of them they're on like weird gyros and axes to run them and shit like that to get the smoothest prints possible yeah. but whatever um so yeah so anyways it starts off a documentary about those guys and then it goes into the dude that 3d printed the gun Ooh. and they spent like 30 or 45 minutes talking about that this dude and he was brilliant he's, he's so he's smart fucking engineer yeah and he goes he goes i just wanted i i'm brilliant and he's like, he's not shy about it either. He's like, I'm fucking brilliant and I fucking love to shoot. So I mix those two together. There you go. Because shooting's expensive. Yeah. And he goes, so I printed out a single shot. Pistol. Yeah. He had a single oh, shot man. pistol. Yeah. That then he started insane. getting into AR lowers uh -huh. and magazines and like, he just started printing out all this not shit. not fucking around. Yeah. And then he goes, then I put it, so thingiverse.com, that's the website I use. He goes, and it's like the largest printer, 3D printer, um, like community in the world mm -hmm. is Thingiverse, and um, that's where people upload their files. That's where like I get the CAD like, files and stuff. Yeah, yeah STL yeah, files. Yeah, okay. So that's where I get the files for my projects. And he goes, I uploaded everything onto Thingiverse for everybody to have. And he goes, within 24 hours, it was completely removed, and I was banned from the site. And <laughs> yeah. the F and the FBI was investigating me. They yep. took away some of his printers too. Every, they the, took away everything, dude. Yeah. They cleaned his house. Mm -hmm. He had he had like thirty, forty thousand dollars worth of printers in his house, and they cleared him yep. out. Oh all, all for being ingenuitive, dude. Those that's, were, that's what pisses me off. You know what yep. I mean? It's like mm -hmm. so this fucking brilliant dude found a way around it. And he technically wasn't doing anything illegal. No, he really wasn't. It was just, and they shut his them. ass down because but it's unfortunately scary. they had to make an example out of him. Oh, of course, because he did it. And while he had no ill intentions up while doing it, other people will, you know, it's crazy. And too. once you open the door, when you see the guy, you're like, what? He's like 28, Dude. super in shape, like good looking guy. Like nobody, not, not somebody you'd expect. So like, just like me. Yes, basically. Yeah. But like not someone you'd expect to be holed up in like, you know, not a fucking engineer. You know <laughs> what I mean? What trying to say, Jake? I'm trying to say he's not 500 pounds. Like, <laughs> neither am I. <laughs> I'm kidding, dude. <laughs> that was a total joke. I wasn't talking about you. <sighs> but um, but do you get what I'm saying though? It was like yeah. it was really funny. Like, it's not the stereotypical. It's not a stereotypical what you think of. You know, when you think of something like that, some guy that would be able to build right 3D printed guns. You know, 
And yeah, they cleaned him out and he talked about it. And he goes, yeah, I'm still, this was like three years ago and I'm still fighting it. I'm still fighting it. He will day. be forever. Oh, yeah. yeah. He'll never get his stuff back. Nope. It's going to cost um, him far more money in legal fees. I think he has like a law degree or something too. Yeah. He's really smart. Yeah. <laughs> so he doesn't he's like no joke. Like, <laughs> yeah. All right. So back to drones. Drones. Okay, so yeah, the story was this kid. Uh, <laughs> this is how this show yeah, works. Wel- man. Welcome Full to circle. the sh- welcome to the show. I like it. Um, this kid uploaded this video on YouTube of him, his modified drone, flying and firing the gun remotely. Yeah, and you know the drone. It's really not hard back, to do. But I know insane. it's not. But and recovers and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I'm surprised it hasn't been done sooner. What to be quite honest with you. Well, it probably has, but nobody's stupid enough to upload a video. Yeah, on it. yeah, that's true. So um, the video obviously goes viral. Well, they did it on um, Red Jacket. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that show, Red yeah. Jacket? Yeah. Before the dude turned out to be a pedophile, like <laughs> yeah. child rapist. <laughs> but yeah. but they, yeah. they attached it to, and so it shoots straight down for landmines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you say, and yeah, okay, keep going. So the uh, difference is they had permits. True. Um, so basically the kid the kid is being investigated now by the faa for for possible you know federal crimes because it's a flying <laughs> a flying device <laughs> with uh, with an operating <laughs> firearm which like sounds like shield, something i'd order in turns, Call of Duty turns out it's, it's slightly frowned upon yeah but like what what's illegal about it though the firing of the gun dude the crazy thing the have you heard they're these? allowed to have uh aircraft mounted weapons is the military that hmm. sucks interesting have yep. you heard of these daisy drones no okay so they're like daisy dukes they're like yeah. these selfie drones that Making you can <laughs> <laughs> you can bring these things like with you on mm. trips and you just throw it up in the yeah, air yeah, yeah, yeah. and you can I set it to like on that. circle you or like just follow you like strafing so it's like it's like navi from uh exactly yeah ocarina yeah you wear totally. <laughs> you wear that's yeah. another reference by a tracker way. on you like in your in your backpack or on your wrist or whatever and it Ooh. follows you so you, How, can pro, you program it with your smartphone like what you want it to do so you can program it to do, like do circles around you or go out let's says, mount a gun to that <laughs> you said it's called a what a daisy drone yeah, yeah. and then just have it protect you that would be insane. It's, that it's would be waterproof. So cool. I googled and Daisy Drone, and the first person is it, the first picture is an African American woman licking a stock of corn. <laughs> oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, um, maybe scroll down a little bit. Shopping. It's like waterproof and stuff. Yeah. So basically, insane. you don't you don't take it off like a typical drone with like a remote. You throw it up in the air, and it just and it, it realizes that it's you know I'm it's flying. flying, so it takes off. Yeah. Super cool. It's really they're pretty crazy. cheap too. They're only like three hundred bucks or something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, it's gnarly. So what's the point of it? Just to follow you around? Selfies. Well, it has a camera on it. Uh, like so let's document my whatever. I, I can't remember. Does it have a built-in camera or is it a GoPro mount? I think it's a GoPro mount. Okay, for that price, it probably it must be. If it's a built-in camera, it's got to be a garbage, yeah. garbage yeah. camera for sure. Well, have you guys ever uh, looked up? Um, they're called Mobius. M O B I U S. Heard of it? They're like forty bucks. You can find them on Amazon, and they form intent. They film in 1080p. What? They're like action cameras, like GoPros almost. That's yeah, crazy. but there's a lot of other things that go into the cameras. Mm. I mean, if you want it for it to attach onto your drone and fly around and crash into shit, then you or know, shoot stuff. But like 1080p yeah. on one camera is not typically the same as okay 1080p. well then why do they fucking sell it as 1080p because <laughs> it's 1080p but there's a, like i said so there's a lot of there's a lot of other things that go into it like that 
contribute I'll, to the image. I'll put a lot of things into you. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. So, so back so, to it. Continuing on with the drone stories. I had like four drone stories that I was bringing with me. I forgot them. So I'm trying to That's do them cool. from memory. That so, was a good... Thank you, Jake, for that. That's, okay. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you you remember the uh, the fire most recently on the up on the grapevine? Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, there were four. Come on, get it up. Airstrike, standing by. Oh, Thank that you. is what I was thinking Perfect. the whole time. <laughs> oh, so while the uh, while the um, firefighters were trying to put these fires out. They spotted four or five drones oh, yeah. in the vicinity. And the problem with that is, is any fixed wing aircraft, if there's drones in the area, they have to ground the aircraft because it's a danger to the plane. Like the drone, if the plane gets sucked into the, they could take the plane down the and kill, propeller, yeah. kill the firefighters. So that would be a bummer. They had to ground all air traffic to fight this fire. And basically they, the fire department attributed all of the cars and all of the houses that were lost because of the time that was spent because they had to fly oh, all no. the way back to the airport and land and oh, wait for the terrible. drones to clear so now they should be able to have a dude out there with a shotgun yeah that's the next story oh nice sniper rifle <laughs> so now um <laughs> oh they're so perfectly timed oh man alright keep going so now I forget it it's a California Senate or California House of Representatives member is um, proposing a law now that allows the fire department to disable the drones without penalty of repercussions from the owners the owners of it well i mean if it's like i agree with that it should be it should be completely illegal to fly something like that in an emergency area no i agree that's yeah that's ridiculous or flying it around an airport or like you know like like the stupid shit those because of those drones like people could have died like those cars that were burned the people weren't exactly far away from that Mm-mm. Yeah, there people were still like evacuating as the fire was spreading. My, that was my, crazy. My friend Gina's dad was on the freeway when that happened. Oh, and he saw the fire coming, and he was in a truck, and he's like, "Screw this! I'm taking the dirt." Yeah, <laughs> he jumped on the dirt road and like booked, booked Later. it. Got out of there. Yeah, that's insane. Hmm, wild man. What were the other stories? Or is that it? Does it? I guess it was only three. I guess it was only three. I said four. It was only you three. You titillated me with four, and then yeah, you, had you pulled out. You came right there, and then you just pulled it out. About the whole seat. You only need the edge. So, okay. So, um, to Brendan, our guest. Because um, we just spent like 25 minutes talking about drones. Uh, Mostly 3D printers. 3D printers, two About two minutes of drone talk. <laughs> well, so, Brendan sent me a little, uh, little update thing um, with some things to talk about. So, um, what is what is this chick in Missoula? What's going on with that? Oh, she's my favorite. Uh, I like her a lot. Um, she, we met actually when I was out in Boulder. Yeah, talk um, about Boulder. What were you doing there? I was living in a sober house. Okay, uh, yeah, we were going to talk about that. Yeah, these two things kind of correlate. Well, let's so. get... Hold on. You're too tall and I can't cross my leg. My You're the bad, tallest man. guest I've ever had. I know, my le- I'm all legs. <laughs> okay, so let's do this then. Let's let's just start... At the be- let us begin at the beginning. <laughs> okay, so, start. so... Okay, so... Um, what were you... What were you... I mean, I, I don't... What's the proper way to classify it? An addict? Yeah, alcoholic, addict, basically, quick run through. 
No, no, don't do it quick. Let's, oh, let's all right. get some. Cool. All right. Well, so high school, never really, like I drank occasionally. I remember high school. You, you were very, by the way, I've known Brendan since high school. And Dude, you know how I met you? How did you meet me? You threatened to kick my ass over some girl that I took to a dance when I was a freshman That's, and you were a sophomore. That does not surprise me at all. I did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what girl? Katie Moriarty. Yeah. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> I was thinking about that on the way here, dude. dude. Um, she's married now. No way. She married a dude, um, like, uh, like a few years ago. So we can close the file on that one. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> no, awesome. dude. On point with the sound effect. No, like, legitimately, she married, um, I know the guy, too. Well, I don't know him, but, like, I know of him. But he, um, his family owns, like, a jewelry company or something mm-hmm. like that. And they met in Vegas. Yeah, she was working out there for a while. And, wow. uh, yeah, she got married. No wow. shit. Yeah, so funny story about her. I, um... We were t- <laughs> we did it for like two weeks. Like that's all it was. Like high so school, real serious. Like high school. Yeah. You know, it was a high school. I was. Uh, and I almost got dead over that shit. Nice. Yeah, nah, you didn't almost get dead. <laughs> what? Let's see, Schulte, Schulte passed away our sen my senior year. That was your junior year. No, my junior year. You're right. My sophomore year. Your sophomore year when yeah. Schulte died. So, <clears throat> okay. Short story long. I was friends with this dude named Nabil. Oh. And you remember him? Hazoo? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, an elephant's brain, bro. Oh, dude, he's so smart. So smart. Heard, I've heard the name. Yeah. And um anyways, circles. What? Certain circles. Oh, really? <laughs> so he I don't know. So I was dating this girl Katie and um <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. We got some crazy sound effects going on over I'm here. I'm waiting for that one. That's wow. Gonna, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> Shit's getting real, bro. All right. Sorry. I just got one thing to say to that. Ah, you got to speak up. <laughs> I can't hear it. I like it. Nice. <laughs> so. Uh, might as well just go for it. Do you see what happens, Larry, when you fuck a stranger in the ass? <laughs> wow. Anyway, Big Lebowski, throw it up. Am I the only one here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So, what we were talking about was some stuff. You are a huge nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do this. You are one pathetic loser. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> no? Sometime hey, today? Do it? No. I got the 4G in here. Punch. That's all we All right. Falcon oh. punch. Okay, let's. Okay. so um those are the sound effects okay so high school i was dating her for like two weeks and um i went to a party at uh our buddy ray wrangle's house and um we're uh, it was like one of my first parties i've ever been to really Mm -hmm. i didn't i didn't drink until like my end of junior year into my senior year kind of deal me too yeah and um so, you know, I had a couple drinks or whatever. So anyways, I walk into like some random room and she was like my, technically my girlfriend at the time. Right. So you would have been Facebook official. Yes. Okay. And MySpace official. MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, MySpace. <laughs> so I walk into a room Tom. and she's making out with Nabil. No. And this is technically like, like my girlfriend, right? Sounds about right though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, uh, okay. So I ended up like leaving the party. Right. My heart was broken. No. I was heartbroken. We were so emo in high school. Oh my god. 
so right. the next the next day i meet up with him right and like we had like a quad area and i remember i told him i'm like bro how about you just never talk to me again like i'm gonna fucking punch you in the face if you fucking talk to me again like i was pretty fired up about it and um because i had like i had like had a thing for this girl forever and then finally i started making the moves and then it happened and then i go in and she's making out with another dude right so every time uh fucking dodged a bullet <laughs> but um truth so so um i feel so like we, we should have had a sound effect there but whatever we missed so, the moment so schulte um anyways uh, we had a friend in high school that actually died in a car accident oh wow um yeah you didn't hear about that it was nope. all over the news he, i did not you didn't hear about that at, at orange lutheran Mm-mm. so he um that was the worst yeah it was pretty bad he was um going to prom with, you know John Bueller, right? Mm-hmm. So John Bueller was in the trunk of the car. It was not the trunk, but it was like a like a rodeo, and it had like a hatchback area. Okay. John Bueller would be. John Bueller was in the in the hatchback area, and Schulte and his girlfriend were in were in the back seat, and then the girl driving and her boyfriend were the front seats. And it was on the seventy three, the toll road. They were going to Jay Sarah's prom. Okay. And she reached down for some gum or something, and she started to like swerve. And the the Isuzu rodeos are really top heavy cars. Yep. So the boyfriend tried to correct, but like he overcorrected. So the tires, the tires just end over end, and just like that, right? So, anyways, when the car hit on the top, the force was so powerful that it blew John out the back window. Whoa. And they're saying that that's what saved his life. And he slid on his head. He was missing like a Dude, fucking hunk of his head gnarly. for a while, right? Jesus. I and sat right behind him in Spanish and I was just staring at his head. Like, like what the what? fuck? Like, you're a miracle. How dude. are like, you, you here right now, man? And John and his girlfriend ended up dying like on the scene. It was really, it was really bad. Like, yeah. I mean, I played that football the worst, with the dude, dude for three years. Wow, like, that's wild. So, um, so anyways, I get, this is all coming around to a story. So, um, I get the phone call and, um, it was, it was my buddy, there's a guy that, okay. So there was a senior that was two years ahead of a, three years ahead of me. And when I was a freshman, he was a senior and, um, a longtime family friend, super connected in, in the community of Servite, like the high school we went to, he was super connected in the community. He knew everything that was going on. And um, so he called me, and it was like ten o'clock at night. Who's that? Uh, Tim Beeman. I don't know. Um, yeah, he was the he was the president of the student body when they were when he was a senior and everything. So he calls me up and he goes, "Hey man, it's like eleven o'clock at night, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm half awake. And um, no, actually, I didn't pick up. I see the phone ringing, and I go, "Oh, it's Tim. He's probably drunk because he'd have been you know twenty or twenty one at the time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm just gonna whatever, fucking leave him alone. So then my dad comes in, and my dad knocks. I hear the house phone ring. Cause like I said, long time family friend, the Beemans right, have been family right. friends with us for 20 years. So my dad comes in and my dad goes, Hey Jake, wake up, man. I'm like wake up. So like, I wake up. I'm like, what dude? Like, you know, it's football. I'm tired. Like been practicing. And he's like, there's a really bad car accident. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like, and he goes, yeah, Schulte's dead. Like that, like there's really no other way to say wow, it. That still fucks with me. Dude, I'm getting goosebumps. Yeah. And there's like no way to tell your kid that. Cause you have to understand something like Schulte, like I played football with this dude. Like I had dinner with his family. Like he was a close friend. And, um, so yeah. So he goes, yeah, Schulte's, Schulte's dead. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, I go back to sleep and like roll over and then like, I'm sitting there trying to fall asleep and I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> you know, like, cause you're, you're didn't half awake right and away. you didn't yeah. process it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, what the fuck? So I call my buddy Sean and Sean was, um, 
best friends the best friends sean and tyler mullen were like the two best friends of tyler yeah dude we're like john's two best friends in the whole world right so i'm like sean what's up and he goes i'm at the hospital man i'm like what's up and he goes yeah schulte's dead i'm like no shit and he's like and um and he goes and bueller bueller's in emergency care I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, nobody, nobody knew at that point. Yeah, like nobody knew what was going on. Like, I, like I was on ground level. I was talking with somebody in the hospital. Wow, Every, wow. Every, but it was like spreading like wildfire. You know what I mean? So then, um, he goes, they're having a get together at the high school right now. If you want to go, and it's like 11:30 at night, right? I didn't even have my license yet. I didn't get my license until I was 18. So this was when I was like 17. So my dad goes. And this is when you realize like how fucking cool parents are and, and, and what like what parents will do for you right so my dad goes i'll drive you you know just get dressed i'll drive you to survive and we'll go and we'll see what's going on and i'm like okay cool crazy so i get in the truck he drives me and the parking lot's packed this is 11 30 at night and there's two 300 cars there right so to loop back to my whole story, I get out of the car and the very first person I see is Nabil. <laughs> and you're and, from your most favorite person on the planet. Well, I played football with him too. Like he was on the football team. Him and I looked at each other and we both started crying at the same time and just walked up and hugged. Oh, wow. And then it, it, uh, everything is so, you realize right. how stupid shit is yeah, in this life. Yeah, the beef. It, how stupid stuff is. Yep. So yeah, so anyways, we ended up hugging and... Um, like wow. yeah i mean we talk we still talk occasionally but um yeah that's crazy story how did we get on that you were about to beat my ass over katie moriarty uh yeah okay so keep going so um <laughs> oh yeah all right so we're back on this so i was like you i didn't really drink or anything till uh i never did my junior or Allegedly. senior year um and even then i did just kind of sort of and i didn't smoke weed or anything until after i graduated because i was always terrified of getting drug tested i've never, never been a big weed fan yeah i told my wife that and she didn't yeah. believe me i was like yeah we did random drug tests no and yeah and my buddy nick really? got kicked yeah, out you didn't know that Mm-mm. and she oh, goes yeah. how many she asked me how many times i've been tested i was like zero. Oh man and she was like what i was like david guzman has been drug tested more than me at survive <laughs> she was like no shit and i was like i never got drug tested but wow. still scared the shit out of me i got drug tested so many times because my buddy nick got kicked out of school and i drove him to school that day and he was like high in class and they found out wasn't it like your class where like a drug sniffing dog came in and like found a locker full of pills or something like that sounds about right my whole class was pretty fucked up towards the end right there chris lewis no Corey. oh man was it Corey? chris on blast uh no I can't think of anything. I can think of what the guy looks like. Happened, but I can't think of his name. <laughs> there were a lot of kids towards the end there that like just barely. They got made out. it. They made it so that you had to you had to sign these deals that said that it was okay for the police to come in and do random like drug searches oh, with really? the dogs. You basically yeah. had no rights on that campus. Yeah, they took. Well, they my, took my away. class yeah. is responsible for Orange Lutheran getting cameras. Oh really? Yep. No shit. What happened? A lot of theft. Oh really? Yep. Like a ton of theft. Huh. Like a lot. We had this dude and he was like fucking criminal, dude. He was only there to play football. And um, <laughs> I Ken that. Ashley? No. Uh. Whoa, dude, quit the name dropping, bro. I like no. Ken Ashley. What's up, Ken? <laughs> Another guy. And um and 
That's like Orange Lutheran recruiting a bunch of Samoans. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But we would go like, but so, they, so they there's recruit, this dude, um, there's this guy named Alex Thomas and he actually trained jujitsu with me for a while, but I haven't seen him in a mm-hmm. while, but he goes up to this guy that's known to like, um, sell stuff if you need it okay like calculators or books or whatever <laughs> right, right right so alex so we number two pencils basically yeah. so we would had like this tool where we like it was like a wood burner and we could etch our names onto our calculators so he goes up to this guy and he goes hey man i need to i need to buy a calculator off of you for my next class and he's like ah what is that? ti 94 ti 83 ti what you need you know what i mean and he's like he's like i need a ti 83 and i only got 20 bucks he's like 20 bucks is cool bro i'll get you a ti 83 that's like a hundred dollar calculator yeah, but more than that that's like a hundred and fifty dollar calculator but when you stole it who cares so it's 20 more dollars than he had so he hands him the calculator so. no listen he hands him the calculator and he goes motherfucker this is mine this was stolen <laughs> it had his it had his name carved on oh, it oh no yes. he goes, you stole this from me like six months ago fucker that's this was really mine funny. and then um then he ended up actually a fight actually broke out between these two and he got fucking hardcore alex was small the other guy was big and alex got fucking sucker punched in the locker room and like it was really bad dude but um we had like a, if it happened in the locker room motto it stays in the locker room type of deal nice um including sex oh yeah yeah man on man sex yeah. um but yeah okay so back to what you were saying so drug busts oh yeah drinking oh yeah so i really like uh wasn't too into that like i knew everyone in my class but i kind of stayed away from all that shit because it scared the shit out of me i think because deep down i knew that if i started getting into it it probably would be a problem do you have like a family history of it or something um not really my whole family like drinks pretty successfully it was just a it was just something you personally felt yeah. like in you like yeah. it scared well, you like I, and i drank like with my family before i was 21 and stuff but like the drug stuff started getting pretty out of control after like my freshman year of college like when i got up and had my own house and all that stuff and uh it's funny how like kids just kind of let loose yeah and i got like the first year of college well dude i think the problem is is because we're taught that it's it's so taboo in our society and it becomes like this weird like they're talking about americans and sex and how like awkward americans are towards sex and how Mm. europeans and everybody are so just open towards it yeah and that's because over there it's not taboo here it's so taboo to like you know what i mean whatever and it's it's true we shelter people from it and then when they're exposed to it oh they fucking they spiral you know what i mean and yep whatever i keep going so so anyway uh i got mad depressed also in the process because i'm bipolar which i just found out recently which oh. is pretty awesome actually don't, don't kill me or anything no yeah um it's, luckily you're a purple belt so yeah, yeah so if belt. i if i like come across the table you'll be ready but uh <laughs> Yeah, so anyway, I got super depressed, moved home, and that didn't get much better from there. I just started, like, getting worse, selling drugs, doing them all the time. Now, what kind of, like, what kind of drugs were you doing? Um, at that point, really just, uh, like, pain pills, a lot of weed, a lot of hallucinogens. So, let me, okay, well, let me, let me do this real quick. When it comes to pain pills, I've only taken, like, Vicodin when I've had an injury. I took it when I, uh... I had my wisdom teeth pulled and then I took it when I pulled, like I severely pulled my groin muscle in high school. Yeah. And uh, so I was taking Vicodin for that. 
and like it didn't do shit for me is that because i like had a legitimate injury i've never taken Probably. it not with an injury yeah yeah they say it, it like they say a lot of times that if you're taking it for a purpose what it's fucking meant for yeah like the way it hits your brain is different than when you're taking it to get just the effect from yeah it. but what would it do for you what kind of um, high did you get from that it was blissful it, it wasn't made me even like it, it was fuck. like uh i take one and go sleep for six yeah, hours that's how it hits me it was too. like percocet <laughs> and then um oxys which are like basically heroin and a pill yeah and, and oxy, uh, when i got out of the hospital for my horseback riding accident and that yeah was like like elephant tranquilizer it's man. like it a, knocked me down for me it was like a giant like super big head high body like i just felt fucking amazing it was mm -hmm. crazy so those for a while and then after i did acid for like my last time it was terrible and it freaked me the fuck out and i stopped like i literally locked myself in a room for like four days so i could stop doing pain pills nice and uh they say like the withdrawals for pain pills are like unbelievable i have never felt more insane in my entire life i was like going around my room like tearing drawers apart and shit we, like for puking and shit and, and yeah sweating. and like yeah it was bad but uh so right around that time my parents were like dude something's like really fucking wrong with you like, they didn't know you were doing anything they did but they didn't know like about the pain pills or any of that shit selling drugs or anything i had a couple possession tickets at this point too and uh they basically like sent me to this wilderness therapy program <laughs> that was fucking crazy and oh, i'm sure i was such a little asshole too when i first got there <laughs> for like the first five weeks i like anybody that would kind of come up to me i'd just be like you guys can fuck right off i'm <laughs> like i'm gonna leave and they ended up keeping me out there for like did, almost 10 weeks did you have the whole mentality like i don't need this shit i can quit if i wanted to yeah i don't totally. want to fucking yeah. but i don't want to quit like yeah. or else i would like uh -huh. that type of deal but so then part of this deal was aftercare which I didn't know about at the time either. So right after I left wilderness, I got my ass moved to Boulder and uh, to a sober house in Boulder. It was like the fucking by, worst place. I know, right? Sober <laughs> house. Choice or? Uh, well, it was either like go to this sober house. I or moved like, to Taiwan to quit my sex addiction. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it was like, it was basically like go to this sober house or like, don't come home well you know what my problem is not to interrupt you but like my problem i'm gonna let you finish in a minute with some of these people is like i i know a lady that's been like 30 years sober or whatever yeah and like she's told me her stories and shit and she's in like some of the stuff she did was fucking insane mm -hmm. but like she she tries to like like oh she's like what are you doing this weekend oh you know we're going out and gonna you know have some drinks or whatever yeah well, drinking you know you need to it's like shut the fuck up yeah you know what i mean there are people like, like that that it's just like dude, i wasn't blowing for coke in, a, in exactly. an alley you know what i mean like i want to have a couple like, beers with my friends like shut the fuck up drinking is about you or your not, drinking not, not about everybody, everybody else's drinking like no 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 i'm not saying that there Obviously, are a lot of people got, though i, I got, know there are i asked brendan i said is it okay if we drink on the show like because you know he's a guest and i don't want it and he's like i don't give a shit you know yeah. what i mean like there's it's just it obviously depends on the person but it's like dude i obviously don't have a problem or an issue with my drinking so i don't need you to fucking lecture me on it okay like shut yeah. the fuck up that, <laughs> that's that just my it's ridiculous but um <laughs> that's my my concern i don't know okay keep going anyway so boulder. i'm living in boulder i was just really going through the motions there like just to make everybody happy at home and 
calm things down because I love. So it wasn't for you. Out of my parent, not at all. I was just doing it to go through the motions. And that's the big thing too, right? It has to yeah. be for you. So I got. I spent like a year and change in Boulder and uh, moved. I always wanted to move back home because um, I love Southern California and uh, I hate it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, if I could get the fuck out dude, of here. That's crazy. I recently, love it and I hate it. Recently, I've been thinking about going somewhere else, but um, so I got back here and uh, just basically started hanging out with the same dudes again at some point, got back into a lot of the same shit. It took it took uh, a little while for it to like progress back into what it was again, and then it got even worse. So, what was the drive though? Was it was it like a? How can I say this? Like, what was the? What was the drive to start using again? I mean, was it just a I want to fit in? Was it I need this? Was it? Um, yeah, I mean, I've like for me especially like my drug of choice was just getting stoned all the time i'd smoke so much weed it was ridiculous and yeah, it's cause, I, i'm okay with weed though yeah and it's because uh and hallucinogens i'm okay with those too yeah i don't i don't do them personally uh, they scare the shit out of me but yeah. I, i'm okay with society having them yeah yeah it's <laughs> like sorry it's like being honest society <laughs> being go. able to have like alcohol and tobacco like it's like i got some people argument. can't handle it and that's their fucking deal so there's there's obviously that old school knowledge of like marijuana is bad you know and like so we were at dinner with my parents uh the other night my wife and i and we were started talking about that and i'm like i've my you know my dad you know i don't know how it came up but he's like well what are your thoughts on marijuana and i'm like i think it should be legal I don't see why it's not. It's fucking stupid that it's could not. be a taxable commodity. They, Colorado made so much money yeah. they had to give <laughs> money Colorado back. Crazy, bro. people got yeah. a tax credit. For yeah, but, a lot. but what I'm saying is, Ooh. I was like, I'm like, if alcohol can be legal. I'm like alcohol kills how many people a year? A lot. Exactly. Like a and, stupid no, amount. Yeah. But I'm, I'm talking like I was talking to my dad. I'm like alcohol kills how many people a year? I'm like and how many people smoke themselves to death from marijuana? <laughs> yeah. Zero. Plus, like, how many people uh, get stoned and beat the shit out of their wives? Exactly. Like, like nobody. Or, or how many that. people get stoned and fucking cream into? You yeah. know what I mean? A, a, a car full of people or whatever. Yeah. So I, somebody somebody told me a statistic one time about how much it would take to overdose. <laughs> you have to smoke your weight in an hour. Oh, Oh my god! Oh, I, they said it was like something like fifteen hundred pounds or something. No, you have to smoke your body weight, but okay. it has to all be smoked in an hour. Okay. I've always wanted to tally ha- like the volume of marijuana that I've smoked in my life, like just on average. That, I just wonder. That'd be uh, crazy. I mean, but 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 uh, but that was the argument with my my dad and the and like you know why marijuana is illegal, right? Uh. No. I've said it on a like podcast the before, exact but exact reason. William Randolph Hearst. When he the, the newspaper guy, newspaper guy. There we go. Hey, hey well, it's like the first fucking guest we've known that knows who William Randolph Hearst was. <laughs> He's got that big motherfucking castle. But yeah, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So marijuana was actually not illegal in the United States, and he lobbied to have it illegal because it would have ruined his lumber business because mm-hmm. it was so much easier to just because it grows anywhere. It's a weed. Yeah. Why, why they call it weed? Yeah. And um, it can grow anywhere, and people could grow it and make their own paper because hemp yeah. paper is you can cheaper use hemp for everything, more reliable. Yep and way more durable mm-hmm. and um so he lobbied to make it illegal and it's been illegal ever since then and then it's just become this whole big convoluted stack of bullshit yeah it's that's crazy, just man. fed down from like generation to generation to generation yep. you want to be a loser you gotta mm-hmm. smoke the weed like tom over here you know what i mean yeah, you like, have no idea how many like super successful people there it is give me the weed hippie. yeah, yeah right <laughs> but that's what i'm saying though right it's now. become this whole big like it's such 
bullshit, dude. What we're yeah. fed through the media. This podcast is really anti-media, by the way. We just Fuck like the media. There we go, bro. Aren't we a media outlet? Kind of. Yeah. But we're the truth, homie. Oh yeah. We're we're fucking anon right here bro <laughs> but now so basically like it's just and that's what and that's the thing though it's like my parents not that i'm knocking them but they have this in integrated just bad view of marijuana because that's what's been fed to oh, them man, it's been drilled into people's drilled minds. into Dude, people's minds so how hard. crazy is this i was at living in a sober house and my parents were like don't ever smoke weed again or do any drugs but if you want to come home and drink it's not a big deal it was just like, I think it's like 10 times worse. That stigma is so yeah. like weird, man. That's it's what I'm insane. saying. And there yeah. shouldn't be a stigma. The stigma mm-hmm. should be towards alcohol. Yeah. I hate to break it to the world, but alcohol is just fucking so much worse than alcohol marijuana. withdrawals can kill you. Yeah. Yeah. They say it's the heroin withdrawals. It's almost as bad as heroin yeah. withdrawals. My, my ex-girlfriend's uncle uh, was an alcoholic and he drank to, to the point where the doctor said, don't stop drinking. Yeah, your body mm. now needs it. Yeah, because you will kill yourself faster than the alcohol is killing That's you. That's insane. Yeah. Your body has become to like rely on it. It's a yeah. bummer. And same thing with hallucinogens. I think that if you're going to take a hallucinogen, I mean, obviously you're not going to drive because you're incapacitated, incapacitated <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> but I'm saying, but if you're going to take a hallucinogen, I feel like it. It really just opens your mind up. I think that uh, I Go think to that nature. The, well, I think that the human mind. I mean, I heard an interesting fact the other day that your brain it retains every single thing you've ever seen read or heard in your entire life yeah okay but what you mention is what you choose to like save and hold on to and recall but everything up is is still up there and that's why like people with photographic memories can pull that information yeah they they said it looks like windows like they see windows in their head and they can be awesome and they can click on that's true they can click on to kill a mockingbird and then they can click on page 28 and then they can see which line or whatever was on in Mm -hmm. their brain and I just think that there's so the humans have such great potential those humans man and I feel like we can't reach it naturally sorry that's the same like at the current state that we're in no but also look at like look at steroids that's what the human body can do you just need steroids to get there you kind of get what i'm saying yeah. but that but that's showing the potential of the human body like the human body has great potential unfortunately we need other things to unlock its potential it's not just as simple as i'm gonna wake up and fucking you know what i mean go go bench 500 pounds no i'm gonna wake up and inject some steroids and now i can bench 500 yeah. pounds <laughs> you know what i mean and, and not to take away it trust me I'm going to get shit from people that use steroids, but I understand it's a really hard work. You don't just take the steroids and wake up the next day ripped. I understand you have to work and earn it. Wait, you don't? No. Oh. I've been doing it all wrong. <laughs> like, say, so that's why my balls have just been shrinking. Dude, and I'm just getting fat. Yeah, like, I don't sucks. even, I've been doing this all wrong. Oh, fuck. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you everybody out there for listening episode one with brendan if you stay tuned don't look at me look at them if you I stay tuned every time if you <laughs> if you stay tuned to next week's you'll be in for part two You're so creepy. which usually follows part one i could be wrong but i think i'm right anyways that math checks out thanks for listening um we have our sponsors audible trial dot com slash whiskey babble um go on there 180,000 titles to choose from how many titles is that man uh 180,000 180,000 does not compute that's how many there are bro 180,000 oh we broke the computer
it's like that creepy Halloween like ghost thing <laughs> that you walk by and it goes off, or if you clap and it goes off and it shakes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the same noise. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's true. So 180,000 um, titles to choose from. Go on there and give them up. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Somebody just kicked open our Christ. door. Somebody just kicked open our door and is walking <laughs> in right now. Who, sir, who are, uh, hey, hey, it's Jason Statham here right now. And I just want to say thank you for listening to my Make buddy. Make it quick, Jason Statham. My buddy Jake's uh, Whiskey Bible episode right here and uh, producer Matt over there working hard. We've got one more sponsor here that Jake asked me to come in and talk about because I do quite a bit of... Wait. Shut up! No, no, I will not shut up, producer Matt. My name is Jason Statham. Um... I do a quite a bit of Wing Chun in my in my time, and uh, I never done Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, but I know I really want to try it out. So Jake was telling me about this place called MamuchBJJ.com. Now let me say that again. Now Mamuch—that's the authentic Portuguese. If you want to say it in American, all right, or as we call them Yankee, it's M A M U T E B J J dot com. Wait, wait, uh, somebody, another guest is coming. All right, it's Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Oh my God! I just want to say that you guys never ends. You guys doing a great podcast over here, and uh, guys, everybody tune in for episode two with Brandon Paul. All right, and uh, we're gonna talk about some stuff and some things. All right, everybody, have a good night. Keep on keeping on. Life's a garden, dig it.